On the first day of seventh grade, when I was in seventh grade over at College Station Middle School, I met an English teacher named Mrs. Connie Wood, and she uh, did something kind of interesting as a teacher every day before, before you went into her class, and the first day was no exception. She made us all line up in the hallway as we were coming in, and you had to shake her hand and look her in the eye. You had to have a firm handshake and look her in the eye in order to get in the room. And she held to her expectations on a regular basis, uh, so much so that if you didn't give her a firm handshake with good eye contact, uh, you were sent to the back of the line, and you had to go again and again and again, right? Uh, So you can imagine a bunch of 12-year-olds just uh, who were having a bad day just kind of looking like this, right? And, and nope, go to the back of the line. You got to do it again. So Mrs. Wood uh, was, she was convinced that uh, her job was not only to teach us English, but to teach us to actually how to relate to people. And she showed us what she desired. She showed us uh, what was expected by demonstrating it. She always gave a firm handshake and always gave good eye contact to us. And then she expected the same in return. And she was helping us learn how to build up relationships. She was helping us to learn how to meet people. And, And reflecting on that, I kind of think about this. Do we realize how much time it takes and energy it takes to meet people. How many little social customs that we just do by kind of uh, by instinct now, almost by instinct, how many customs that we've learned over our time. At some point in your life, and all of you who are parents know this, someone had to literally show you that when someone sticks out their hand like this, you're supposed to put your hand in it. It's impossible to do by yourself, so I can't demonstrate, right? Um, and, and shake their hand and look them in the eye. Or when someone holds their hand out like this, you're supposed to give a high five, right? I see it right there. You just did it. I love it. Good interaction. It's wonderful. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, so we have to learn how to meet people. We have to learn how to be in relationship with people. And, and we're, we're born in relationship. We're literally conceived in relationship. But we have to learn how to meet people, right? There's this kind of coming to know. And if you've ever gone to a different country or uh, to a, even to a different state sometimes, right? Really, Texas is its own country. So, um, you know, yeah. So you realize this. Because you're in a different place and you realize that the way that uh, you introduce yourself or the way that you uh, comport yourself in a particular place may not be the same way that you need to do that in another place in order to achieve that relationship. Learning those cultural norms associated with how to meet people takes time, it takes effort, it takes two things in particular. You need a teacher, you need someone to learn from, who you can get wisdom from, or, and or you need to practice. You literally have to practice. And that's what Mrs. Wood was doing for us. And she was so convinced that this was important, right? Because she knew that we'd have to meet people. And we'd have to uh, be introduced to people. And we'd have to, uh, throughout our lives, uh, shake hands with people on a regular basis. See, two factors influence the importance or the, the amount of practice, or the amount of preparation that we do for any event in the future the probability of the event occurring and its importance. Mrs. Wood knew that it was important for us to be able to do, to introduce ourselves. And she knew that it would happen. And so she forced us to do it time and time again. 
We practice differently when, for something we know will happen than for the possibility of something happening. Think of how enthusiastic you are about fire drills. No one's enthusiastic about it. Even though it could happen, right? Like we, need, we have to do it because it could happen and you want to be safe and that kind of thing. But the chances of it happening are so low that we don't even take it seriously sometimes, uh, much to the chagrin of every uh, teacher ever. We prepare differently for a life-altering event than we do for an event that will have minimal impact on us. Now, friends, in the gospel today, Jesus tells us about an event that will happen and will be life-altering. An event that will happen and will be life-altering. He will come again, and his coming will change everything. Given the probability, 100%, and the importance of this meeting, infinite, we each need to ask ourselves a question. Does my entire way of acting in the world reflect that the king is coming? And that I will meet him. Are you ready to meet Jesus, friends? He has come and he is coming and he will come again. What would you like the conversation to be when you meet him? How would you like it to go? I think most of us would want to know him as a friend. We'd want to approach him as a friend, not as a stranger, but rather as a friend. Put another way, friends, have you resolved in the words of our opening prayer today, have you resolved to run forth to meet Jesus with righteous deeds that is coming so that gathered at His right hand, you might be worthy to possess the kingdom with Him? Friends, we don't know the day or the hour when we'll stand before Jesus, when He'll ask us to render an account of our lives, but we do know that one day we will. One day we will have to offer before the tribunal of divine love and accounting of our lives. And now is the time to get ready. When Jesus comes, we want to know him as a friend. Think of how different it is to meet someone you know as a friend than a stranger that you're meeting for the first time. Think of the comfort and the, 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 the joy that you feel when you meet a friend. So how do we do that? How, how are we to get ready? How can we prepare to meet Jesus at the end of time or at the end of our lives? The same way we get ready for anything. We learn from others and we practice. We learn from others and we practice. You learn how to meet Jesus by meeting him every day and learning from others who have met him. Mrs. Wood helped us to build relationships by sharing her knowledge of meeting people and then meeting us each day before class. And so also the church gives us the season of Advent to help us focus in on how we meet Jesus and how we can learn from those who expected His coming before, who prepared for His coming before. Over these days of Advent, guided by the, the, our mother, the church, we examine the events of salvation history, the people Israel, the prophets, the movements of grace and moments of hope leading up to the birth of the long-expected, long-desired Messiah, Jesus Christ, born in Bethlehem for our salvation. By unfolding for us these past events, the way that the people Israel waited, we learn how to wait in our present situation. Because like the ancient Israelites, we're men and women preparing for the coming of a king. We live in the time between the ascension and the, com the second coming. Already the king has conquered, but still we long for his final coming. And so the church presents these 
events of salvation history over these days of Advent as an instructive guide for us of what to do, and in some cases of what not to do in waiting for Jesus, in learning how to meet Him. But she does more than that, friends. She also points out that we don't just look back in history and learn that way. That's a good way to learn, but it's not the best way to learn. The best way to learn is to practice. We can actually practice meeting Jesus right now. So what kind of meeting do we want? What kind of meeting are we talking about? The meeting we desire to have with the Lord now is one that leads us to discover or to rediscover who Jesus is, why He matters, and which leads to a desire to follow Him as a disciple. It is only that type of resolve that will make the meeting we experience at the end of time not be one of people who are strangers to one another, but rather that of one who are friends. When we meet Jesus, we want to be friends. A disciple is one who has resolved, is one who has resolved to meet the Lord in every aspect of his life. His life has been changed. Her life has been changed because he or she knows Jesus. He is a friend to the King who is coming. Jesus has come and He will come. But every moment in between those two comings, Jesus comes to meet us. In every moment of your life, He comes to encounter you. We can practice meeting Him right now. And if you've ever had an experience of meeting Jesus in that way, you know it. I can remember the day that I encountered Jesus as a person, not as one who was just like in the history books, but as someone that I could have a relationship with. It was over at the Parish Activity Center at St. Thomas Aquinas. I can point to the spot where it happened when I was a freshman in high school. I met Jesus, and it changed everything. And if you've met Jesus before, if you've had that type of experience before, I challenge you to go deeper, right? There's, there's, you don't like stop meeting up with your friends. If someone's your friend, you, you keep meeting with them, right? Now, if you've never experienced that, if you've never met Jesus before, I encourage you to ask him right now. I encourage you to pray and to ask him right now to reveal himself to you, to help you recognize His presence in your life. You can say a prayer as simple as this. Jesus, I want to meet You. Help me meet You. Help me encounter You. Help me love You. Friends, that can't be a one-time thing. Whether we've known Jesus years or we've just met Him, it can't be a one-time thing. We have to practice just like Mrs. Wood made us practice every day. So here's the challenge that I have for you today. Find five minutes every day. If you don't pray already, find five minutes and go meet Jesus every day. Just talk to Him. You can do it in any way you want. Open the Bible, read the Scriptures, start with the Gospels if you're going to do that, or just talk to Him. Tell Him about your day. Ask Him for what you need. Whatever it is, go meet Jesus this week. Spend five minutes a day and do that over and over and over again. So that at the end of time, when He comes, you will go out to meet Him running to meet your friend. The one whom your soul desires. The one who loves you 
and gave himself for you.